Good morning, everybody. This is Jay Capistran with the Wake Up Podcast. Good morning, everyone. Jake C here. The Wake Up Podcast, going over what's been happening these past few days. I went away for a conference over the weekend, which was super cool. Um, trying to get the people out to vote, trying to get young people out to vote um, to ensure this midterm election. I also spent some time thinking about the podcast. Spence and I did some collaborating, and we're going to start the next chapter, the Newman Authentic Podcast. So that's really cool and exciting for the future to come. On top of that, there's been some things in the news that have been going on that I think we should talk about. And I think that you all would like to hear and I'd like to talk about so uh, we can have a good understanding of what the hell's going on in this world. Yeah. Um, I didn't record an episode yesterday. I was a bit busy with work and trying to get settled after being away for the weekend. Um, But yeah, I'm back today. It's Tuesday, October 16th, halfway through Sober October, which is really cool and exciting for me. Uh, It's a huge milestone that I didn't think it was going to get crossed ever in my entire life. So, yep. Go me. Yeah, so Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday the 16th. What's up? What's up, everybody? How are we doing? Um, there's some big stories breaking. One of them is the attack on free press and the attack on journalism. Um, as we all know, in this, in this past year, there's been a, a fair bit of attacks verbally, violently, um, and in other veins on the free journalists, on the free press, on the media. The rhetoric, the rhetoric mainly being pushed by the man in charge, but also by his followers and people that hold powerful offices that are near and dear to his heart and um, that he exercises often. So the Senate Majority Leader, um, Speaker of the House, Donald Trump himself, the Vice President, um, these people who hold these certain high offices in our in our country are now abusing their power to push a rhetoric that I don't know if is entirely true. Um, they're pushing the rhetoric that this journalism that's been going on in the past, you know, decades that is truthful and, you know, discovering the real news and getting the stories out of the people instead of, you know, fabricating stories. Um, they're pushing this rhetoric that, that they're saying this is all fake news and that these journalists don't know what they're talking about, and major media sources are just liars, um, which is which is not true, and it's a really negative aspect to put in, you know, to put to the people that everything they hear is fake and not true, and um, it's a classic characteristic of a totalitarian leader and an, author- an authoritarian leader um, to push a rhetoric like this, um, so people lose trust in the system but have faith in one person, and that one person would be our president. Um, so he's using some classic techniques. Um, but th- that's that's a different conversation. The big story that broke was a Washington Post columnist died um, in in actually Istanbul, Turkey, um, in the Saudi Arabia's uh, consulate. This reporter was across seas, um, was obtained, and then brought into interrogation. And the way he died, supposedly so far, is what CNN sources have gathered and other sources have gathered is that the interrogation went. Um, it didn't go as planned, and the, the poor journalist ended up losing his life. Um, and now Trump's reactions are different. The Turkey's president's reactions are different. The Saudi Arabian's king is different, has different reactions. Um, there's a lot of different 
recaps. Uh, one is saying, my hope is that we can reach conclusions that will give us a reasonable opinion as soon as possible because the investigation is looking to many things such as toxic materials and those are materials being removed by the painting them overall. Um, so in this this area, the, this console that he went to, supposedly there were some toxins in the room that he was kept in um, and the consulate's painting over the toxic materials, so the investigation is obst- obstructed and they can't get the full story. Um, so there's a lot of intense in- international pressure being being put upon the Saudi Arabians um, because this is such an attack on free on free press, which is such a crucial part of every democracy. It's part of our world democracy. It's to make sure that the truth is being shown um, and that fake stories and uh, lies and falsehoods are not being pushed um, over the truth. And so uh, CNN's calling it a diplomatic rift between the Saudi Arabia between Saudi Arabia and the West and led to international firms pulling out of high profile summit in Rita. Um, it's affecting business. Um, the trust between the Saudis and the rest of the world is, is shaky at best. Um, and now Trump hasn't He's come out and spoke about this, but what the American people are looking for is for him to hold Saudi Arabia accountable, especially for um, murdering one of uh, our journalists in the United States for doing simply his job. And Donald Trump hasn't been entirely um, transparent on this matter, and people are suspecting he's trying to keep Saudi Arabia in good terms because of business, um, mainly for personal business, like he's done with Russia. Um, And now Donald Trump has been on a tweet storm this morning. Um, One of the tweet reigns has been about this exact topic um, and how he said he's got no business in Saudi Arabia and Russia for that matter. Um, But you can't take his tweets too seriously. Um, And if there's one thing we know that that we can agree upon from both sides of the aisle is that his Twitter feed is uh, one of the more questionable things about him and his character. Uh, moving on past this story, um, and just a childish story that is broken, um, Elizabeth Warren, who's a senator from Massachusetts, um, has been an often has been often um, submerged into you know verbal uh, fights with Donald Trump and things of that nature over different policies and impeaching him and holding him accountable for his wrongful acts. Um, and so he once got up on stage in the past year and a half or so and mocked Elizabeth Warren, calling her Pocahontas, um, slandering her and making racial slurs about her heritage. And he um, made a bet, you could say, that he was going to donate a million dollars to a charity that she chose um, if he showed her her DNA test proving that she was a Native American. Um, and well, guess what she did? And she had a bunch of people speak about this and, you know, her lineage and pedigree show that she is from in Native American descent. And um, he obviously tweeted about how wrong she is. She's a liar, this and that. Uh, but this isn't the first time Donald Trump has got himself into a bit of a uh, a betting issue with Democrats. He also bet Obama $5 million um, in a donation to any charity that he'd like, that he was not born in the United States. He was clearly wrong about that, uh, dead wrong. Um, and so, but he now owes $6 million to two different people 
uh, for two different organizations of their choices um, for making racial bets. And I hope everyone can go to sleep at night because that's our president. We elected him as people. Um, and we should most likely be ashamed of ourselves because that's who representing us, a man who takes bets on people's race and ethnicity and, and they're and assuming the worst and assuming they're lying, um, which is just, which is just terrible. Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of news today. Um, one of them still being, uh, everyone knows Beto O'Rourke is running for Senator in Texas. He's running against Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is a longtime incumbent. Um, he's, was on the Senate Judiciary Committee during Brett Kavanaugh's hearing. He voted yes on Brett Kavanaugh. He was, ran for president. He's being currently backed by Trump um, and willingly taking Trump's donations and everything and his press and his support. Uh, even when he was running for president, he completely ridiculed Donald Trump, told, talked about how awful he was and how ashamed he was and how terrible he was. And now he's taking his support and his money. Um, it, it, and Trump did the same thing about Ted Cruz, but now Trump's supporting Ted Cruz. And um, the hypocrisy and the ability to lie to the American people with no shame is just shocking. And it's, it's sad to see. And both of these individuals are doing it on a day-to-day basis. But Beto O'Rourke has been speaking all over the state. There are 99 counties in Texas, and he's spoken at every single one. He's the only candidate to do that. Um, he was just speaking at a county that no one has been to since LBJ ran, um, which is shocking, but LBJ was the president in the 60s, so that was 60-some-odd years ago, uh, or close to 60 years ago, excuse me, 50-something. Uh, and so... It's been a long time, and this man's doing a lot of great work, but he was giving a speech recently, and he was talking about the immigrant children that lie at the border of Texas and how they're still in, in, in custody of the United States. And one of the articles today that's actually on the lower end of CNN's you know, top news articles, but it's 245 children from separate immigrant families remain in U.S. custody. Um, this problem was supposed to be eradicated uh, you know, months ago, but it, it, Trump lied again. And it's still going on today, um, which is terrible, which is just terrible. Um, so there's a lot of crazy news out there. Um, one of them says Trump raises more than $100 million for his 2020 war chest. Um, that's a lot of money. Uh, President Trump raises more than $100 million for 2020 re-election, um, which is just madness. Um that's a lot of money already, and it's not even 2019. And so, the top of the article reads, President Donald Trump raised more than $100 million for a re-election battle that is more than two years away, giving him a massive financial advantage over a crowded field of potential Democratic, content Democratic contenders jockeying to challenge him in 2020. Space. The president raised more than $18 million during the July-September fundraising quarter through his campaign committee and the joint fundraising operation he maintains with the Republican National Committee. According to his campaign and filings Monday night with the Federal Election Commission, the hall means his re-election efforts war chest now exceeds $106 million. That is crazy. That is madness. Um, it's 2018, and he's more worried about his re-election in 2020 than he is about the current news, uh, which is really sad to see, but it's the truth. Um, I think campaign season is in, in the United States is way too long. Um, I think there should be a cap. It should be 12 months. Um, 
I think there should be some restrictions on how long campaigning should be uh, because it's just crazy. And um, it's not healthy for American democracy, that's for sure. A lot of the candidates that are rerunning have to step out of their uh, currently held offices, failing, so they're failing to do their jobs just to campaign for their personal name and to run again. Um, it's just sad to see. And uh, Beto O'Rourke actually said it, the sexist senator I was just previously talking about, he said that he'd been campaigning for 22 months now. Um, on the road, away from his family, away from his job, his office, his people, his constituents. So it's just absolute madness in how long we're on our campaign season. And obviously the money is a major factor in that. And so it's something that the American people are trying to clean up um, and they're trying to to take care of. And um, hopefully we can clean up the campaign's trail and campaign process so we can have uh, more fair elections. Um there's been a fair bit of fraud, as I've talked about in the recent days. There's more fraud coming out of Georgia, something about their server being wiped, about voter profiles and things of that nature. Um, the story just broke this morning, so it hasn't been fully come out. I'll most likely talk about it tomorrow, but there's some even more voter suppression coming out in Georgia. Um, and there's no shock that has to do with electing the first black woman governor in the United States history. There's no shock. Uh, it's not just a coincidence, that's for sure. So, um, yeah. Oh, lastly, the thing I wanted to talk about was um, Donald Trump's, I believe it was his uh, son-in-law, Jared Kushner, or maybe it was Don Jr., one of them, um, reported their earnings without having to pay any income tax, um, and they made over $300 million. So the $400 million that Trump inherited and the $300 million that his son-in-law or his son, I forget which one it was, um, had earned... Um, that's close to 700, it's over, it's well over $700 million, um, was not taxed. Uh, so these public servants don't seem like they're, uh, too, too keen on serving the public in any capacity, even in the simplicity of uh, paying their taxes, which is something we all have to hold ourselves to that standard. Um, you know, if they're not paying their taxes, they shouldn't be represented in government. Might as well them being in the government. So that's an age old that's an age old law um, and rule that we fought and died for. Uh, no taxation without representation, um, and and they're getting it backwards for sure. So I hope everyone enjoyed the episode today. It was just quick, just some updates. Um, I've been real busy with work, but we're still trying to keep the people interested and, and keep talking to the folks out there. Um, I hope this offers a new medium of getting news, a new way to talk about what's going on in the world, because um, we're going to be sh- we're going to be sparking up some conversations that I think are worthwhile listening to in the next couple of months. Um, so thank you for sticking with us. Um, the new method, the Newman Authentic is is taking a turn for the best and stepping up its game for the upcoming months and and rebranding and rebooting for sure. So I appreciate y'all. Have a wonderful day. Go out, kick some ass, work out, run, jog, laugh, love smile and uh live it up because we're here for 85 years of what i'm not sure but have some fun people enjoy it while it lasts um have a good day everyone peace the fuck out